I like beer. It makes me a jolly good fellow. I like beer. It helps me unwind, and sometimes it makes me feel mellow. Welcome to I Like Beer, the podcast, where we discuss great beers and the stories that go with them. I'm your host, Jeff. And I'm your host, Jeff. With us tonight, we got the doctor. Aloha. And we've got uh, producer and sound guy, Joe. Always a pleasure, gentlemen. Hey, we're friends who love good beer and telling stories, so we turned it into a podcast. And a podcast, we want to say Happy New Year to everybody. And uh, today is actually run up the flagpole and see if anyone salutes day. Hmm. I, so like I don't know if you're celebrating. Go. Sounds a lot like our podcast, actually. <laughs> In the early days. Uh, yes. Oh, yeah, true. In the early That's days. Right. Teachers by day, beer drinkers by night. Lucky enough to live in North County, San Diego. Beer Mecca within a beer Mecca. Please pour yourself a beer, pull up a bar stool, and join us. Hey, doctor coming to you from my bidet. And I was thinking, I'd really like a nice cold beer. So can you all buy me a beer, please? Not a coffee. Go to ilikebeerthepodcast.com, click on buy me a coffee, and buy me a beer. That's ilikebeerthepodcast.com. Um... Swag still available. Post holiday yep. swag. Yep, I believe it's still up. Sign up for the newsletter. The winter newsletter will be coming out in late January, early February. See what where we've been, what we've been drinking. I like beer the podcast.com. Speaking of drinking. And you're not on the bidet, you're right here. You are. Let's have a beer. All right, we do. We have you know what? We have holiday beers. Uh we have some special beers at old Saint Nick sent oh, along. That's exciting. Uh, nice. so thank you. Uh the first one up. Actually, it didn't come from St. Nick. I'm going to hand this over to you, Doc. This comes from Bill and Lisa Beth in Bend, Oregon. Nice. They uh, sent a lot. They were the very first listeners to send us gift beers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We were recording in your son's bedroom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. A folding table. Yeah. <laughs> Just to learn how to use the equipment. And uh, But they had sent beers along already. So this is a Drew Brew Pacific Crest Pale, a Hoppy Trail Ale. Pays homage to those who love uh, to venture out on the Pacific Crest Trail. And they are located at mile 2393. So, nice. Well, let's open this thing up. 5%. Cheers. So to me, it's in Cheers. that sweet spot of where a beer perfection lands. Thank you. Yes, cheers and Happy New Year. Cheers happy and Happy New Year. Year. Oh, I can smell the mosaic on the nose. Mm. Well, that's really good. Mm-hmm. Let mine you, you, won't, you won't know for a while, Tom. I'm going to let mine settle down here a little bit. Yeah, gotta, the, it's exciting. The foam went. 5% mosaic uh, hops, locally grown malt and oats. And you should be able to get some out of the hops, a little bit of berry, a little melon, a little citrus. Mm-hmm. And it's all quite mild. Crisp. That's a really good pale ale. Mm-hmm. Nice. So thank you, uh, Bill and Lisa Beth up in Bend, Oregon, for sending this along. Cheers, Cheers, everyone. Cheers again. And now that we have a beer in hand, it's time for toast, roast, and pour one out. Well, our first toast goes out to Different Day Radio. It's a network of excellent podcasts with some awesome people making great podcasts, telling their stories. And we're excited to join the team. That's exciting. That is. It is. Next yeah. step up for us. Boom. We've run it up the flagpole and someone paid attention and we've been invited in. Someone saluted. <laughs> <laughs> so that's pretty exciting. That is super exciting. I agree. 
Another toast. Uh, lo- another local one. Our friends over at Virgin are celebrating their sixth anniversary party. That's pretty. And they've got a they got a cool event coming up. Yeah. Very cool. And Mackenzie can tell us all about it. Hi, this is Mackenzie at Virgin Beer Company. On January 14th, we are celebrating our sixth anniversary with an invitational party featuring 36 breweries from across the country. Tickets are available at virginbeer.com, and we can't wait to celebrate with you. Cheers. So happy anniversary, Virgin. We'll be there. We'll be there. You're going to be there? My plan is to be there. Yes. I have, I have not <laughs> only. I have it's different than you'll I, be there. I have it sharpened in my calendar, which means I will be there. It is five minutes from your house. My right? house, I got to be there. <laughs> you got to be there. I like all their beers. Will you be back in town by then, Joe? I think I will. All right. It's the what date? January 14th. Yes. I will be freshly back. <laughs> freshly back. So come out and see the, see the team. What do you got for toast? Uh, quick toast. Uh, California craft brewery icon Carl Strauss had a had a just in tying up 2022 had an unbelievable 2022. Not only did they uh, win a World Beer Cup bronze medal for their Aurora Hopialis IPA, mm. but they were uh, recently named by uh, Outside Magazine uh, as a, they got an honorable mention in their edition of magazine's top 50 places to work. Well, that's pretty cool to be named at, across the country as one of the top 50 or an honorable mention. So I guess 51 plus, <laughs> but to, you know, places to work in the U S that's, that's pretty cool. So, you know, so, when, when Tom and I went and met Paul Segura there last summer, the summer 2022, that yeah. was back in the day. Yeah. I was so young then. Yeah. Um, it, it was true. People seemed delighted that we were there. Yeah. They were happy to be there. And when we were, you know, we had scheduled 30 minutes with them and I could tell they were busy, but they hung out with us for about two hours Nice. And telling stories. Of course, we unfortunately had to stop recording, but sharing beers. They sent us home with more beer than we could carry. It did seem like a fun, good place. Yeah, so I thought that was pretty cool that that you know to be get recognized. I mean, it's great to be recognized, obviously, for your product, but to be recognized as a place people want to work, probably a good thing too. By Outside Magazine. By Outside Magazine. That's not a small publication yeah. either. So were there any other breweries in the South? I, you know, I didn't get that far. <laughs> far. I just I saw that it was Carl Strauss, and that's yeah. that's where I stopped. I'll be heading there soon for a birthday party. Yeah. That's my favorite birthday dinner place. I was looking up some New Year's traditions from around the world and saw some toast-worthy, roast-worthy, and pour one out. Perfect. So I'm going to toast some countries for the way they handle New Year's. I'm going to toast Brazil because it's summer there. So part of their tradition is they run into the sea and jump over seven waves to symbolize rebirth and the start of a year. Mm. That's, yeah. That's just, right. that's fun. Yeah. yeah Not six. Fun. Unless the bull sharks are sitting out there just <laughs> waiting there. And they are there in Brazil. Mm. Norway and Denver eating an 18 layer cake. So they kind of oh. go the other way. Brazilians yeah. get in their swimsuits <laughs> and uh, up there in the cold countries, eat, just, eat an 18 layer cake. It must be at cake. least 18 layers. Wow. That's a lot of layers. That works for me. Yeah. I like that one too. That as long as they have me. milk, right? That's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> On the roast? Oh, I'm ready for it. Roast. So I actually just saw this. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of Silvio Berlusconi. Actually, aren't you? You're just back from Europe. I'm sorry on this yeah. one. But yeah, sorry about that. I'm in one of those time warps right now again. I'm in Europe right You're now. You're in Europe actually, right now. Okay. Yeah, that's right. Thank you. Well, you look good. Well, thank you. Um, but he actually, Silvio Berlusconi was once the Italian prime minister at one point. So, I mean, we're talking the guy that was in mm-hmm. charge of that entire country. Uh, he's a very colorful figure. Currently, he's the owner of Monza Football Club. Uh, 86 years old, and he was uh, at his team's Christmas party, um, and he's trying to motivate the club because they have some big matches uh, that were coming up against Juventus and AC Milan coming up. 
And uh, here's his way of uh, of of think, think think about this too. The scenario: you're at a Christmas party, so you've got your players and their spouses, and uh, you know whoever else are there, and that kind of stuff at the Christmas party. And so Silvio gets up there and you know says, "Hey, I'm going to encourage my team to do that, and I want to make sure I get this quote right." He says, "If you beat them, I will bring you a bus full of sluts." <laughs> oh, yeah. So. Oh. Not sure that was uh, the uh, not only the appropriate way to motivate, but the place to present the motivation right. and uh, terminology as well from the right. eighty six years old. There's a lot of uh, yeah human resources yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> alarm bells. So, going so off that there. was the first one I saw. Maybe that. slut is slang for a like, junk yeah. beer. Maybe maybe yeah. it, maybe it doesn't yeah. translate yeah. in Italian. Yeah. But that's it's that's what they said, and I just thought, wow, that was. Could you imagine if someone did that? Like if if someone like a you know whatever one of the owners here. Had, you know, have you beat the whatever the Patriots next week? I'm going to bring you a bus full of sluts. It probably wouldn't go over quite as well as it might go over in Italy. I don't know. Yeah. Well, they're not saying it on camera and they're not saying it at the holiday party. That so is very. Yeah, it might it. actually go on. You're right. It might actually be said, but not being filmed as this gentleman did. Based so. on some college recruiting uh, uh, news breaking news from a few years ago. Yeah. Or it even might not now, be that far I, out. Actually, speaking of that, I saw I saw one today and I didn't. But um you know, the with the NIL stuff and all this uh, NIL money that uh, they were talking about, Ohio State is being outbid by about a million dollars trying to recruit some of these players. So, like, there was one player that um, I don't know. They didn't name who the player was, obviously, but was being recruited by Georgia. And he was offered. I don't even know what it was, but basically it was about one point five million to come and sign to play college football Jeez, at Georgia. Crazy. And Ohio State was like, well, the, the the most we could even come up with was, was five hundred thousand. So they were like a million off of <laughs> million number. million off of it. But I, like, just the, the landscape of college Let's football has stupid. gotten crazy. Yeah. So I got a, a couple countries. All right, throw in my roast. Let's do it. Ireland has a number of traditions. Some of them were were all right, but this one's a roast. Banging loaves of bread against walls and doors of one's home. To start the year right by warding off evil spirits. And I just think that's weak. <laughs> it's a I waste of bread. It, yeah, don't hate yeah. on bread. And yeah. any evil spirit worth his weight and wickedness isn't going to be scared off by, by you swinging your loaf around. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. So no matter how vigorously you yeah. swing yeah. it. Yeah. Hang so, on your loaf. I think that's true. Yeah. In Armenia, mm. they bake good luck bread and eat well, that's, it. That's, 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 that makes that's all right. Sense. But I don't like the, the banging mm. the loaves. And in Colombia... They place three potatoes under one's bed, one peeled, one not peeled, and one half peeled. At midnight, you close your eyes, reach down, pick one up, and it'll tell you if you're having good fortune, financial struggle, or a mix of both. <laughs> and that's, I don't think a random selection of tubers is any way to approach a new year. So <laughs> no, I thought those were, those were weak. Those I think soft. they can do better. Soft. Yeah. Yeah. So literally and figuratively soft. There you go. Yeah. We're on to pores. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know if you guys caught that by my, you know, we're, we're in a unique situation that we're recording this a little little earlier than the new year from when it will release. Uh, hence, Happy New Year, everyone. Um, but I, I saw this. So this is this is, might be a little, you know, a week or two late, but I feel like we got to say this. I don't know if you guys saw this really sad news was um, and, and I, I'm not the big on the obituary stuff, but uh, Mike Leach passing away. I don't know if you guys know who he is. Coach. Uh, the pirate, the guy, Mississippi State football coach who died. A legend. I mean, honestly, if you've, I mean, I've, I've been following the guy since he was at Texas Tech, but when he was at Washington State, if you, his, his press conferences and just any interaction with reporters up is must watch. Um, the guy, 
you know, walking off the field, if someone will ask him, you know, what's your, what's your, uh, what's your opinion or take on the, on the game so far, he'll turn to the reporter and go, Hey, you're watching this. What's your opinion? And take you, you tell them what you're seeing. Cause you're probably seeing the same thing I am, you know, but, uh, one of the best, uh, like it, it, what's been amazing here in the last week or two or not last week, it's been the last couple of days is all of the coaches across the country, just with their Mike Leach stories mm-hmm. and all this stuff. And you just watch the videos and, and just one of a kind, such a unique individual. My, one of my favorites was, uh, one Lincoln Riley, um, so the, I actually to go back just to kind of give it again, I want to dwell too much on this, but this is a guy that has a lot, had a lot of degree, never played college, uh, football, got his start at San Luis Obispo, Cal Poly San Luis Obispo nice. for, for $3,000 and ends up becoming one of the best minds in, in football in terms of just basically, um, changes offensive football with, with his offense. And, uh, but I guess he's the guy who, if you look at his coaching tree, it's unbelievable. All the people he's hired and stuff. So he had Lincoln Riley on his staff when Lincoln Riley was like 23 years old. And, uh, he said that, that, uh, he shared a story that, that they were, you know, Lincoln, or um, coach, uh, Leach gets a phone call, picks it up and says, Hey, how's it going? Listens for a second and says, Hey, where are you calling from? And he, he keeps talking on the phone with this guy. And Lincoln Riley says he kind of eventually, um, tuned out because it's usually a short conversation with coach Leach was about an hour on a phone. <laughs> and he says, that even at some point he goes, the, the, the phone, the, the call drops and coach, um, like calls him back and say, Hey, Hey, you know, I, I lost you. He says, and then they started talking for another 30 minutes. And, um, after he was done and hangs up, Lincoln Riley goes, uh, Hey coach, who, who was that on the phone? He goes, I don't know. They had a wrong number. So that's the kind of guy he was. He would just talk with anybody, and he picks up a phone and has a ninety-minute phone call with a guy on a wrong number. So, so uh, like I said, I, I don't. I usually don't go for it. You know, the other thing I think it was extremely fitting. Um, he actually was asked in 2019 on an ESPN profile um, what uh, when people write the Mike Leach obituary, how do you want to be remembered? And uh, his response was, well, that's their problem. They're the ones writing the obituary. I mean, what do I care? I'm dead. <laughs> so there you go. Cheers. Cheers, cheers, cheers to uh, Mike Leach. And like cheers. I said, uh, it, fo- college football is going to be uh, uh, a poor place for him, him having passed. So when your poor becomes a toast, that's a pretty good life. Yeah. Right. A hundred percent. Yeah. There you go. And speaking of pours becoming a toast, this this is the best pale ale I've had in 2023. It's good. I agree. <laughs> well, you finally got a chance to drink it. Yeah, it's fantastic. Uh, I got a couple countries to pour out their uh, New Year's traditions. Russia drinking ashes. Oh, but mm. I don't think that's a thing. Didn't we have that a couple of podcasts ago when we had that one beer? Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> we did. The smoked, uh, <laughs> whatever that smoked one was. Uh, you write your wishes for the new year down on a slip of paper, burn it over a candle, mix the ashes in your champagne, and bottoms up. Uh, no thanks, I'll just pour that out. But how Russian is that? Let's be honest. Yeah. Like, how Russian is it? Here's my vicious. I burn them. Yeah. <laughs> I'll pee them out later. <laughs> I also heard another one today, speaking of Russia, about Russia has, I mean, like, they take sports and then they just, like, to the extreme. I don't know if you, they actually have a, uh, a, a an event that's called the, it's the Boxing Chess Matches. So you box around and then you get out and you play chess against each other for, for like, what, I don't know how long. And then you back in, you box another round and then you play and you, you can win by either knocking them out in the, in the, um, you know, in the, in the ring or you can, um, checkmate them on the board. I mean, like that's how Russian is that. That's you know? crazy. I would love to that watch is that. That's awesome. Yeah. 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 
There needs to be a documentary covering yeah. that. Oh, yes. there's so many ones like that. They have that. They have the one where it's like the two people just stand and they have the thing and then they slap each other as far yeah. as they can. Yeah. And you got to stay standing. Oh, I've yeah. seen that. Yeah. And then they had that. another one where they they put two people in a phone booth and they fight in the phone booth. <laughs> so you can't get away from it. It's just Where do you find a phone booth? I don't know. But in Russia, I mean, it's like they have just some crazy stuff there. Like their sports are just let's beat the crap out of each other and call it a sport. They drink a bunch of vodka. Got to stay yeah. warm somehow. Yeah. <laughs> and then drink ashes. <laughs> Uh, India in the Bombay area, well, old man burning. That that seemed like Ooh, a, uh, yeah, that's tough. It's build, a little close to home right now. Building and they don't smoke. They don't drink the ashes. They build an effigy of an old man, mm-hmm. sing old Lang Syne. They actually that's what said. They actually sing that because they're very multicultural in Bombay. Yeah. And then set the old man on fire. And it symbolizes burning. He's down. passed already. Yeah. I assume. Yeah. Okay, there you go. Yeah. That's just an effigy. It's an effigy. Yeah. 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 Burning down all the grievances and bad moments of the past year to start a new year from those ashes. So it's sort of a mm. pour one out, light them up sort of thing. <laughs> so. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Toast, Roast, and Pour One Out. I hate to say goodbye to this pale ale. I agree. Yeah. It was good. Mm. It was really good. Ours is empty, Joe. It is empty. Yeah. They sent more, but I didn't bring more. Ah. You have to come over. Good to know, yeah. More. Swing on by if you want some more. And I'm a little nervous about this one. We'll see. For a doctor, okay. anyway. I think I'm going to like it. I think Joe will like mm. it just fine. We'll see. This is from Lost Abbey. The Noel Dull Abbey Holiday Brown Ale. Oh. Noel mm. Abbey. Hear that? It's corked. That's it's fancy. That's not usually a good sign fancy. This is for a beer for Todd. This for is a Doc. fancy beer. Anything with a cork in it's it. It's a brown. But it is a brown, mm. and it was from St. Nick, so who am I to say no? It's true. And it smells amazing. So we got that going for us already. Mm. It's coming around the table. It is supposed to be served... Not quite ice cold, so I've let it sit out since the beginning of the podcast. So hopefully we got it just the right temperature. But here's what drew me. Not me, St. Nick. Here's what uh, drew St. Nick to this was the label. Oh, Holiday Brown Ale. We don't usually read the labels, but sometimes they're so good. They've Someone has put time and effort in this and deserves yeah. to be recognized. Uh, someone over at Lost Abbey. Mischievous merrymakers, it must be tough to be a gnome. We feel bad for them. We really do. Every December, they get trotted out of a box and set on a shelf to remind us of a Christmas cheer. It's amazing they can be so happy after spending almost a year in a box tucked away in the attic. But look at them. We're convinced they are the ultimate party animals and the epitome of youthful exuberance, trapped in a ridiculously impish body. Certainly doesn't seem like any of them have aged in over 400 years. Around our houses, everyone giggles and smiles when the Christmas gnomes come out. They thought it was time to give them... The Lost Abbey treatment. Hopefully, you'll open this bottle, share the season's greetings from us to you. Nice. Smell. Yeah, well, booze, I don't, yeah, you're right. I don't normally go for the boozy beers, but it's pretty uh, tasty. It is. I like it quite Cheers. a bit. Yeah, yeah it's good. We well, have been on a run of brown ale. Yeah, yeah, we have. I, I agree. I wouldn't want to drink out that whole, whole <laughs> That's like 16 a ounces, massive bomber. I, would, I don't know, is that 20? It's ounces, probably 20 something. Yeah. It's eight percent. Yeah. It's eight percent. I think it's delicious. I would drink a whole. I would drink a whole tulip of that, and then after 
20 minutes, I might have another. Well, it's one of the best lost Abby ones. I don't because we it was my New Year's resolution last year to get into more Belgians. And I really have. I found the ones I've liked. And they're those golden ales. And mm. the ones Joe said, try these and start here, <laughs> Jeff. And uh, I had a red Belgian over at a 508 right down yeah. the street. One of our favorite restaurants uh, made by Society. I had three pints of it. Wow. Mm. That's saying something. Yes. There you go. It was yeah. so good. Because, yeah. you know, you know me, I usually want some check-ins. So <laughs> right, right. I have to order 100%. something different because yeah. I want a check-in, a unique check-in. But, no, I just had three of those. Yeah. So, nice nice job, Lost Abby. That's fantastic. New year, new segment. True. It's been coming for a while. This is Talent Presents. There you go. So I think this stemmed from uh, me pouring it out for love so many times. So then what I started doing, because you can pour it out for love every week, I started accumulating love love stories and said, hey, you know, people are looking for love here. And, and some yeah. people find it and some people don't. And some people find it in different ways and weird ways. And so here you go. I got a couple of looking for love stories. You're not here to us. judge. You're here to share. I'm just here to share. You guys make your own judgments. It's the world's greatest yes. quest. There you go. So looking for love. So first one, I don't know if you guys saw this one. And I know Doc, you're heading there this summer, but Indonesia, their parliament actually just banned sex outside of marriage with a punishment Ooh. of one year in wow. jail. Um, not sure how they're going to enforce that, wow. um, but basically uh, you are not. Oh, and they're also, uh, and this actually law will apply to both Indonesians and foreigners. So what, about sex, what about sex with yourself? And uh, they didn't say anything about that. So you're okay, okay there. Right. Um, but then also they are going to prohibit cohabitation between unmarried couples. So uh, I don't know what that's going to wow. do to, to rents there. But uh, Indonesia really is uh, declaring war on love. Jeez. Is that, well, can't you just call them a roommate and be done with it? Sure. Yeah, I'm not we'll sure. See. I'm sure. We'll, we'll see. find out. Stay tuned. We'll see what happens yeah. there. So uh, that's in one part. It is, oh, it is a Muslim country. So that is yeah. true. And uh, so more locally here, though, uh, another gentleman that apparently has been looking for love for a long time. I don't know if you guys have heard of Drake, the uh, sure. rapper from Canada. Um, he recently created a brand new custom diamond necklace called oh, yeah. Previous Engagement. And he made it of 42 engagement rings, which <laughs> represent the 42 times he thought of proposing to different women, but decided not to. <laughs> so there you have it, Drake. Go, Drake. <laughs> Not quite ready for commitment, I guess, uh, apparently. So, And then on the backside of love, you guys have all, if you haven't been checking out I don't, the, the train wreck that is the Kanye West, Kim Kardashian um, marriage, they finally, the, the details of their divorce settlement uh, finally came out. So um, I love these. I yeah, love they, these. So, so they actually, you know, their net worth is estimated to be about $3.1 billion. So you got to figure her. Yeah. Well, no, yeah, he's got He's got a bit. Yeah, no, well, I don't know how much he has anymore after some of his latest, uh, <laughs> yeah, latest he's issues. Crazy, but anyways, yeah, he's, he's gone crazy. way crazy. Yeah. So, crazy I think it like, literally is crazy. <clears throat> but think about this, $3.1 So how, how do you divide that? So um, it, it's going to be tough for, for them to live on, but... Kim's going to receive two hundred thousand per month in child support. Okay, um, Fair. she gets to keep all wedding gifts ever given to her personally, all her furniture, all her artwork and personal property, uh, including clothing, handbags, fur, watches, and jewelry. Uh, she gets to keep her five homes in Hidden Hills, um, a property in Riverside that was probably huge in the in the settlement. Uh, <laughs> was heavily contested, yeah. Uh, a massive seventy million dollar compound in Malibu and three homes in Idaho. Um, she also gets to keep all her bank accounts and her interest in her own companies, which she has, which is which is huge. And, and probably more importantly, she gets to keep all of her airline miles. 
So that was huge yeah, as well. That is important. Why, and the reason why I put that is because that's actually included in the settlement, and that was a big part on Kanye's as well. He got to keep his airline miles. So that apparently was like a big sticking point. Do we get to keep our airline miles, or do we lose those? So, um, so Kanye, he walks away with uh, multiple properties in Calabasas, a $60 million home in Malibu, uh, 318 acres of land in Stokes Canyon, a home in Thousand Oaks, a property in Hidden Hills, one in Chicago, another in Belgium, and also his uh, fourth what is it, 4,000 acre ranch and other properties in Wyoming. How many homes these people wow. own? I mean, it's that's like, like insane that, that you can. Wow. Yeah. Well, they have, what, five in one neighborhood. Yeah, yeah that's, that's fair. Sounds like it. That's fair. Yeah. So like a block. They just go, I'm just going to take the block. Now, you know what? It would be kind of cool. It would be cool because that's, that's when you have those neighbors. So that's yeah. Godfather. So That just, is. You own the block and you yeah. build a gate. Yeah. <laughs> just at the front. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, no one's coming on my street. Sorry, yeah. but but yeah, and most importantly, he also gets to keep his airline miles in his name. So that, yeah. that was huge. So uh, that's the sad side of love. Sometimes yeah. love ends, and yeah. you gotta figure out how to no. divvy up one point. Best of luck to at least billion. one of them. Yeah. I hope they can survive on the two hundred thousand dollars per month in child support and your airline miles. Well, you can if you have a budget. I mean, that is true. Really yeah, it focus. may be tougher because I don't know if she's ever lived on a budget. She's finally going to have to probably live a little bit on yeah. a budget. Well, so. that's what you have to do. Yeah. So, and then finally, looking for love, talking about looking for love in all the wrong places. This story comes from across the pond from England, and a, a man was recently there, uh, caught and arrested trying to have sex with a plastic traffic cone at a tra- train station. Plastic traffic cone. Yeah, it's like a cone. Yeah. Like a cone. Plastic. Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. visualize that. I can't yeah. stop not picturing it. Here, here's the way the, the report was uh, was presented. <laughs> that's what uh, I'm digesting. Yeah. <laughs> can, you, can you pause and let yeah, us yeah. enjoy yeah, take, yeah. A yeah. Sip. take a sip. For because you. this is in England, right? Mm-hmm. So in England, this is hilarious. In Indonesia, yeah. no. No. That's no. no. well, a big problem. Unless they're married. Wait, you know you know this mm-hmm. could be. You know how you want those movies where like there's like, you know, three different endings, you know, the yeah. way the movie can, they show all three different right now in my mind I've got a lot of different ways, well, ways this could end let me yeah. give you some more details let me give you some more details <laughs> fill, fill in the details fill, fill, fill in the cone here so this gentleman's name was Trevor Smith or is Trevor Smith still Trevor. still is and apparently he was changed. he was spotted at the Wigan Northwestern Station uh, thrusting his hips towards an object in an elevator uh, at the train station, and uh, he was sitting on the oh, floor. Wait, wait, he was in an elevator with the traffic at the, cone? at the train station with the traffic. <laughs> cone. Yeah, the yeah. story got sadder. Yeah, yeah. I so, thought he was out in nature. And, no, no, no. He was in that I train station. He was on the street train station yeah. elevator. <laughs> More details. He was sitting on the floor with his trousers and his underpants pulled down, That's with, how, with the upturned cone on his lap. That's how you know he was English because yeah. he was wearing trousers. Yes, and uh, oh, caution, caution. And then, and then, the, then the funny part was is that you know obviously police were called to the scene. Uh, surprisingly, he was he was drunk. Um, and they said that they found him when they arrived, still on top of the cone with his pants still down. And his when he was questioned by the officers, he said, "Hey, my, my pants fell down. That was his excuse. I, I wasn't doing anything. I fell my pants fell down, and I fell onto this cone." Yeah. So, in Trevor Smith's defense, in Trevor's, yes. and I don't know if this is defensible, but his soccer coach had promised him a busload of cones yeah. if they beat the other team. That's true. That is probably very true. <laughs> That's probably true. And, but and one, one nice cone will do. <laughs> well, you know. So, anyways, uh, you know, some people, like I said, looking for love in, yeah. in oh, all the wrong right. places. 
they're not a wrong so, place. Uh, in a backup story, the cone is getting two of their homes. <laughs> yes, and it's gonna have to <laughs> live on, and all the uh, airline. It gets to keep all airline miles exactly. So there you have it. Those are the stories, the most recent stories of people looking, finding, and losing love oh, in all of the wrong places. What was his name again? Uh, Trevor Smith. I want to meet Trevor. Yeah, we might. Yeah, I don't know if you can get a hold of him, but <laughs> <laughs> he might be. Don't let him get a hold of you. Yes, <laughs> him and the cone are. Probably a reality TV show coming soon, to uh, or a movie. Uh, well, you, know, you don't have to take her out to dinner. Yeah, 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 that's fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. she can save your parking spot when you're this, when you're done. You know, Let's see him get an ice cream, sugar or waffle. Traffic. Yes. <laughs> Oh dear! Look at—I love this new segment. All right, keep keep finding the stories. I just keep filing them together until we have about four or five of them, and then we'll bust it back <laughs> out again. And I'm only passing judgment on Indonesia. They need to lighten up. They do. They do. England might need to tighten up, but but Indonesia <laughs> needs to lighten up. Yeah. Um, uh, hey, Doc. You, oh, you want a beer first? Of course, I do. It's a berry poop in the woods. I had more of that brown ale. I really liked it. Yeah, I did too. Yeah, actually, I gave myself a pour. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really like that. I don't know why I was a little nervous of it. I thought it was going to be that sometimes we hit those Belgians that are really funky and Joe gets to drink the whole bottle by himself. But that was fantastic. You know, I'll never look at a traffic cone the same. <laughs> you yeah. won't know. That's the thing. No one will. Yeah. They're more attractive than you think. Yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. I mean, you got to think about what, how, like, like, you know, what was their thing? How many, like, people look at someone and go, how many beers? Like, you look at traffic cone. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, yeah. hey, how many beers, guys? Uh, <laughs> many, many more, I'm yeah, afraid. Yeah. Oh, Probably not man. enough. Yeah. But, yeah. but still, I mean, someone's having that conversation. Speaking of not enough beers in, in in a how many beers would it take? How many beers did you have this year? You've got the uh untapped app. Yes, I did. I actually I got my year in review uh for twenty twenty and you know, actually I was gonna I was gonna roast myself, but because apparently I haven't been doing my job. I only had seven hundred and seventy check ins this last year. Shameful. Which is sad because that was hundred and nineteen less than I had in twenty twenty one. And 2020 was my like my high point. I had over a thousand check-ins. So 2023. Well, you know, I had nothing, nothing else to do during pandemic. That is true. Actually, yeah. that's I didn't even think about that. You're right. That's there a pandemic go. boost. <laughs> pandemic <laughs> beer boost. I said I drink beers. Yes. So we saw that. So I don't know. So any of you that have that check your ILB uh, year in review, and most people check their Spotify and check their music. Nah, I can nah. care less about that. Yeah. I'm checking what have I been drinking, what beers did I give the highest, what places did I drink the most at. It was in Missoula, Montana, at uh, oh. Tamarack Brewing. I, I had like seventeen check-ins from that brewery. I don't nice. know. That, so yeah, that's it's it's kind of fun just to because sometimes you forget. You know, you you, you forget what you've done with our the, camping with, trips. We get a lot. Of yeah, we, well, we get a lot. We, of we usually just show up both with a cooler of beers we haven't had. And, yeah, and there's nothing else to do but sit in a chair and. Yeah, I hope someone will get you a beer so you don't have to get up. Yeah, I had a lot of check-ins. Yeah, from mm-hmm. the, uh, the 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 San Luis Obispo Renaissance Fair, which is where we camped. <laughs> they were having it in another part of the campground. We unfortunately were not part of it, but we went and watched a little bit. But uh, but yeah, so that was that was uh, good. This third beer is from Brewery X up in Anaheim. It's another holiday beer. It's called Bark Griswold. Hmm. Bark Griswold. Uh, so shout out to a Christmas vacation. White chocolate peppermint bark stout. Wow. Well, that sounds phenomenal. So, white chocolate, not a fan. Six, we'll see. I think it's got potential. Yeah. 6.5%. So, shouldn't it have any booziness to it? And then, you know what? The brown ale didn't either. Thick. 
Who makes this one? What'd you say? Viscous. Brewery X. Viscous. Brewery. Oh, I've heard of them. I feel a little bit bad. Uh, isn't Brewery X coming to... Aren't they going to be in San Diego? Or did that not happen? I thought they were buying like someone, but maybe it didn't happen. This has a little of that ashtray taste. No. <laughs> <laughs> this is a Russian uh, New Year's beer? <laughs> yeah, it's funky nose on oh, it, for yeah. sure. <clears throat> Definitely peppermint part. Bark. Nose, you? Nose yeah. and peppermint, I get for sure, and chocolate. Funky butt on it, too. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. Oh, I love it. Really? Here you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> we have a winner. Oh, I like it a lot. Really? Yeah. It's weird. Weird's a good descriptor. It's for a sure. strange white chocolate peppermint bark stout. Yeah, but you get all of that. That's all in there. But, and, but it's not, I mean, the peppermint's a little bit strong, but it's not. We had the one from Bottle Logic, which actually I have a Bottle Logic Brewery X story that's not interesting in one, but I'll share it anyway. I was at Bottle Logic and I said, What's the next brewery I should go to? And they said, Not Brewery X. <laughs> we don't like them. They just got gifted a bunch of money and then got to make a brewery. Yeah. And I'm like, Oh, okay. okay. All right. Bitter much? Um, but I had so much fun at Bottle Logic, I never left. Um, but uh, this this is, I like it. I, I think for me, what's really interesting is I don't know that this is my favorite beer, but when you think about the crafting of this beer, yeah. that's what I really yeah. appreciate about sure, it. I appreciate that. To be able to hit, like, where I can end this, I can taste the white chocolate and the peppermint and then still have some of the stout. We had a it. chocolate mint pastry stout from Bottle Logic. That's, mm-hmm. that's where I was going with that story. And it was way syrupy overboard. Yes. It was yeah, super And thick. I couldn't even drink more than two, three ounces of it, even though it, it was tasty. It was, this is a lot lighter. This is a, this is a really good... Yeah, dessert stout for for me for my yeah. taste. I, I like it a lot. That's good. You got mine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming up with my my scores right now on these. It's happening. It's happening. Doc, what do you have a uh, for us this new year? I got some beer, not a beer, boys. Unfeated. I'm just saying 2023 is going to be my year on a beer or not a beer. I'm starting 2023 unfeated. I, I feel it. Unfeated or undefeated? I'm not. I don't neither. have a feet and yeah. I don't have a neither. Yeah. Neither. All right, y'all. Welcome to 2023's first beer or not a beer. Happy nude year. Oh, wait. Did I say nude year? Here we go. I'm going to name four beers. One is not a beer. Three are real beers. This one is left over from... Um, Wild thing. Beer number one. Naked mole rat. Naked nice. mole rat. Get it? Happy nude year. <laughs> Next. You know, over vacation, some of you decided to sip and go naked. Sip and go naked. That's a wheat beer. Next, it would be really strange if your elf on a shelf saw you naked. That is naked elf. Naked elf oh, is beer I- number three. And, you know, there's been a lot of sexual tension in this room for a long time. <laughs> well, it's a traffic cone in the corner. Yeah, it's that guy, yeah. So, you know, and I know, you know, influencers can want to take pictures, but Joe, Talent, we just need to have a naked threesome and just get this out of the way. <laughs> Beer number four, naked threesome, a hazy. So once again, people, in case you couldn't follow, naked mole rat, beer number one, sip and go naked, naked elf, and naked threesome. Happy New Year, by the way, <laughs> which is not a beer. 
Producer Joe. Naked Mole Rat. Naked Mole Rat. I'm going with Naked Mole Rat Naked as well, Mole Rat. Because I don't want to drink one of those. I have had Sip and Go Naked. It's from oh, okay. Weed Brewing in California. Uh, in Weed, California. Yeah. I have it. I've got the bottle sitting on my shelf in the pub shed. So I know that's a beer. So I'm going I'm going to go Naked Elf. Naked Elf. Well, no one shows Naked Threesome, which actually is a hazy, for Raised Grain Brewing. No one also shows Sip and Go Naked. Which is a wheat beer from Tamarack Brewing. So we've got right. Naked Mole Rat. Uh-oh. We have and a winner. Naked Elf. Naked Elf is a beer from right. Belgian from Trogues Brewing. <laughs> Two out of three people in this room <laughs> shows Naked Mole Rat, the mm. beer I. One and oh. One and oh. I thought a callback would be a, uh, a real yeah, beer. Yeah, Good yeah, job, yeah, Doc. Yeah, you got yeah. me on that one. Nice. How are you guys doing at home? Did you choose Naked Mole Rat? If so, you're one and one undefeated for the year. Join us next time for another edition of Beer Not a Beer. I can be a glass is half full, a glass is half empty. I've either only lost once at Beer Not a Beer in the entire year. Or I've never won this year. Mm, I'm going with I've only lost once this year. I lost once. (laughs) And I had a head start because I knew one of the beers. Darn. Yeah. Hey, let's uh, score some beers. Sounds good. We had from Bill and Lisa Beth up in Bend, Oregon, out of Washington, Drew Brew Pacific Crest Pale Ale. Doc? You know, I was really thirsty, but uh, I really enjoyed it. 4.25. Joe? 4.5. I went 4.5 as well. This is a great pale ale. It's a good pale ale. Four or five is the nice. right answer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, then we had Nolde Abbey, the brown ale from uh, the Lost Abbey. Not usually my style, but for that type of style, I enjoy it. I'm going to give it a four or five. Four two five. I went four zero. Oh. I went four two five. All right. And Bark Griswold Brewery X is six point five percent Christmas stout thing. I will just pass. Pass. Okay. I'll give it a four. Okay. That's a generous. I uh, I went uh, I went uh, three nine. Like I said, <clears throat> I could I could appreciate the craft that went into it, but it wasn't my favorite beer. I gave it a four. Yeah, so we're not far out. We can bring yeah. Will out. Actually, you want to know something before you bring Will out? I can tell you why we haven't heard from Will in a while. Is uh, I did you see the thing where he, so he has his son has a, a as a band, no. you know, like they were and they were playing at a show, and uh, and Will jumped on stage at the son's concert, and he had the um, cowbell, and he's out oh, there nice. and he's playing oh, the nice. cowbell. And uh, and and reenacting his little SNL, uh, don't fear the reaper yeah, scene. It's yeah. pretty sweet. You can take a, you can find it on. So online. is that is that awesome? If you're Will's son, because now whatever, how, now that goes viral, and yeah. now everyone's talking about it, and your band, or is that just dad? Just dad again. Dad. Yeah, dad. I got this without you, dad. Once in a while, I like to have my thing. Yeah. It's probably a bit of both I because I think both. it's it's one of those things where I'm sure it ha- isn't the first time, nor is it the last time. <laughs> Um, but at the same point, it, it, like it's going to get his band looks that they would never get. You yeah, know what I mean? So right. it might open some doors that they would have never had in the past. So, so. so maybe the son accidentally brought a cowbell yeah, under, said, under yeah, his yeah, dad. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you had to, um, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. But it's it's pretty pretty uh, pretty funny. Just these, right, these. well, come on out. Oh, here we go. He's back with. <laughs> Listeners, Happy New Year. We're looking forward to all kinds of fun this year. Thank you for spending the hour with us. Remember just a moment to rate us, review us, wherever you get our podcast. Check us out on Instagram and Twitter. And 
our website, ilikebeerthepodcast.com. We'd love to keep drinking, but right now, we got to run. B-double-E-double-R-U-N.